it's recognizing so often that people say, oh, this is a leadership conference, but I'm not a leader. And uh, the reality is, is that leadership is influence, and it doesn't necessarily come from a position. Uh, it comes from who and what we are and how we live and how we influence in the position maybe that God has placed us. And so we see that in uh, through parents or executives. We see it in nurses and teachers and entrepreneurs, uh, creative types, volunteers, obviously pastors. And uh, we want people just to kind of lead where they are and uh, be willing to have that and be that positive influence however it may happen and uh, so it's not like you have to have a, a declaration of leadership or a position of leadership uh, but you can be influential in wherever the position is at God or place that God has put you. This is Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Chris Johnson. Dr. Tom DeVries is with us today. He is president and CEO of the Global Leadership Network and the Global Leadership Summit, which is the world's largest leadership event. That's what we're going to be talking about today. And that's a pretty amazing statement to think it's the world's largest leadership event. And that is being held uh, tomorrow and the next day, August 6th and 7th. Now, before he came to the network in 2017, he was the General Secretary of the Reformed Church of America, and Tom has a doctorate in ministry from Western Seminary, an MDiv, Master of Divinity, from Fuller Seminary, and a bachelor's from Wheaton College, and he's based in the Chicago area, South Barrington, Illinois. So, Dr. DeVries, we would like to welcome you to Charisma Connection. Hey, thanks, Chris. It's a real pleasure to be able to be with you and to share some of the exciting things that are happening around the Leadership Summit and certainly what God's doing globally with regard to leadership development. Yes, you all are in a very interesting space. Now, the summit brings together, as I understand, 400,000 participants from 135 countries. Now, that's pretty amazing. So who are those participants? Yeah, it's really it it is really an incredible thing to be engaged in a ministry that does touch uh, 135 different countries. We translate the summit uh, into 60 different languages, and so over the next two days, August 6 and 7, uh, we'll have 16 different leadership presentations, as well as uh, other uh, art pieces and learning opportunities that come through that. And this year, again, in the middle of the COVID-19 experience, it'll all be digital. But uh, usually we will have uh, close to 100,000 people in the United States and Canada, and then 300,000 in those 135 countries around the world. And what we find is that they're all different kinds of leaders, from uh, moms who stay at home to nurses to CEOs to team leaders in the business world to pastors and church staff leaders, and all of them are looking at how they can increase their influence and improve in their leadership and know that we have some of the best speakers in the world around that uh, topic. And so uh, it's great to be able to see, especially globally, um, we have a lot more pastors and church leaders uh, that we're able to help uh, in building up the church around the world and uh, really improving leadership that way, especially among church planters and uh, indigenous leaders globally. Excellent. And that is quite a large number of internationals. 
Yeah, it re- it really is, and we have partners, which is really great. Partners in each country uh, who are able to take the summit and interpret it for their context, and uh, be able to take the content and move it into some of the global cities around the world and into some of the places where it can have the greatest good. And uh, we're grateful for those partners and being able to to journey together uh, in helping be- build the church uh, around the world. Hmm. Now, you also stream the summit for free into some pretty unusual places, don't you? Tell us about that. Yeah, we do, Chris. And and uh, one of those is that we're going to be in uh, almost 70 prisons uh, this year in the United States. And those 70 prisons will have uh, close to 9,000 inmates that will participate. And even just last February, I was at uh, Southeast Correctional Center down in Cape Girard, outside Cape Girardeau, Missouri, and there were 140 uh, men inmates that were there who had been uh, going through kind of a year-round process of leadership development that was focused on the Global Leadership Summit and our presentations. And I had the opportunity to encourage them and interact with them, uh, shake each of their hands, give them each a certificate uh, of congratulations in completing that program. And many of them uh, said again and again, thanks for believing in us. Thanks for being willing to help us. 97% of those inmates uh, will Uh, end up being released, and they know that this will help them make that transition successfully. And so we have a strong commitment uh, to bring the GLS into prisons. We've also expanded that uh, into halfway houses, into rescue missions, um, with some of the other uh, marginalized groups that, that we've again, through our donors, been able to make that available uh, throughout the United States. And uh, it's really been great to see this ministry uh, continue to be able to grow. Uh, We're partnering with Rebecca Bender and her group with regard to human trafficking and helping women come out of that situation. And so it's really been great to take uh, the GLS beyond churches and beyond business leaders and really go to people who are so grateful and can really be helped by the two-day leadership training we offer. That's wonderful to think about an inmate becoming a leader once they get out of prison and even when they're in prison, perhaps. Yes, absolutely. What we've seen is that uh, it has impacted the uh, prison culture and prison environment in some very positive ways. Hmm, Wonderful. Now, I see you do the Global Leadership Summit every year, but how many times have there been summits? Yeah, so this is our 25th year. We started in 1995, and uh, actually the first one I went to, I was a a pastor, young pastor, church planter in Southern California, and brought uh, our staff team and spouses and uh, came in 1996, and it had such an incredible impact on my own life and ministry and leadership, and I've not been to everyone since, but almost all of them, and certainly am kind of a walking testimony to the impact of the summit, uh, certainly on life and leadership and ministry. And so we're just grateful that, uh, again, we've had the opportunity to have some really, really incredible uh, speakers 
speakers like uh, Colin Powell and Condoleezza Rice, uh, Jack Welch, who was the CEO of uh, GE, Alan Mulally, who was uh, Ford's uh, CEO, Bono, uh, Brian Stevenson, who talked about racial justice, and Melinda Gates. And we've had some really, really wonderful people in do this year, too, with uh, George W. Bush uh, going to be part of our uh, speaker lineup, and uh, also Craig Grishel, who is uh, our champion. And then in addition to that, Marcus Buckingham and Lisa Turkhurst, Nona Jones from Facebook. And so it really is uh, some great speakers who provide world-class content on leadership. Yes, I heard that you did have that one really special speaker this year, but a, a former president. But uh, also, it sounds like you have quite a mix of special speakers on your faculty. Yeah, it's it's really great. Uh, Marcus Buckingham is uh, was with Gallup organization and certainly has done a lot of research in the workplace and team environments. And uh, he now works at the ADP Research Institute, and they've done a recent study uh, on resilience. And they took a thousand people from 25 different countries, so 25,000 people, and began to to look at resilience during. Uh, this time of uh, COVID-19 and uh, racial injustice and began to say, what what do leaders need to be resilient? And he talks, he's going to talk about resilience uh, at a personal level, at a team leader level, and uh, at a senior level, senior leader level. And uh, as I've looked at his uh, presentation and what he's going to be sharing from their research, uh, his talk alone is worth the price of admission. And it, it's been really, really great to uh, see how these leaders can talk about enduring and lasting leadership principles while also being able uh, to focus on some of the relevant topics that we're dealing with uh, as a society during this time. Mm -hmm. Now, your overall theme is you have influence. Why did you pick that theme? Yeah, and it's it's recognizing so often that people say, oh, this is a leadership conference, but I'm not a leader. And uh, the reality is, is that leadership is influence, and it doesn't necessarily come from a position. Uh, it comes from who and what we are and how we live and how we influence in the position maybe that God has placed us. And so we see that in uh, through parents or executives. We see it in nurses and teachers and entrepreneurs, uh, creative types, volunteers, obviously pastors. And uh, we want people just to kind of lead where they are and uh, be willing to have that and be that positive influence, however it may happen. And uh, so it's not like you have to have a, uh, a declaration of leadership or a position of leadership, uh, but you can be influential in wherever the position is that God or place that God has, has put you. Absolutely. From the home to businesses and churches everywhere. So what, what makes this leadership event different than other similar events? Yeah, certainly it's, uh, it's the, the level of our content, leadership content, and what's going to be presented and who our presenters are is significant. There is really not a better leadership lineup uh, anywhere around the world, and that's, I think, why so many people uh, desire to participate in the summit. Uh, but it really 
goes beyond just who the presenters are to what the impact of the summit is about. Uh, what we found in some of our research in talking to people who've attended the summit uh, is that we'll roughly have 10% of our people walk in the door um, and, and they're ready to give up. Uh, 10% are ready to throw in the towel. Maybe it's to walk away from ministry or it's to walk away from leadership in some kind of, of way. And they'll come to the summit, and because of the experience of these two days, uh, they're ready to re-enlist, they're ready to re-engage, uh, they're inspired, and they're encouraged. And uh, that's one of the things that the summit provides is it helps, again, uh, not just inspire and encourage, but uh, we look at our purpose as really about igniting transformation. And we see that happen in people's hearts and lives. It's a Holy Spirit-infused uh, experience. We see it happen then uh, in places where people do lead uh, in businesses and churches, but we also see it uh, in city movements. And we have many uh, gospel city movements that we're a part of that are centered around um, the Global Leadership Summit, like in Omaha, Nebraska, and Wichita, Kansas, and Fort Wayne, uh, Indiana, and Austin, Texas. And uh, it really is seeing how uh, people are using, leaders are using the summit uh, to bring transformation into their city. And then that happens the same way globally uh, as the GLS is taken to the Uganda uh, Supreme Court and they participate in a summit uh, there in Uganda. Or they're using our training with the El Salvadoran Army or in Guatemala with uh, some of their members uh, of government as well. And uh, we just see that God is taking and using this in so many different places that allow us then the opportunity uh, to share not just principle-based leadership, but Christ-centered leadership uh, in a significant way. Well, I can see that Global Leadership Summit is not just an event. Would you say that's true? Absolutely. And you're right about that, Chris. It really is a movement of God. And uh, we're privileged to be able to just kind of have a front row seat to where God is moving all around the world. And it's so encouraging. But because you have the summit coming up in the next couple of days, what would you say to those who are on the fence about participating? I, I would say that uh, their leadership matters now more than ever, and especially in this environment. And so if you're looking and you feel you need some encouragement that uh, you've given everything you had in this environment to lead, whether uh, it's in the church or whether it's in a business, whether it's even in your family or in a nonprofit, I guarantee that God will be able to speak to you through the Global Leadership Summit and bring some inspiration and encouragement, and once again, rekindle your heart, whether it be for ministry or whatever part of that calling is that God has uh, given to you. And we'd love to have you be a part of the Global Leadership Summit this year, because year after year for these last 25 years, we've seen how uh, God has been able to ignite transformation, uh, not just in the U.S. or in Canada, but truly uh, around the world. And we would love to uh, have you be a part of how God might uh, whisper into your heart and your life and your leadership this year. Excellent. Well, if people want to learn more about the Global Leadership Summit, including uh, ticket prices, uh, they can go to your website, right? What is that website? Yep, absolutely, Chris. It's Global Leadership, globalleadership.org. And uh, you can go there, find out all 
who's speaking and what's going to be involved and how you can participate and what the cost is, and you can register right online. That's excellent. I think you've made it easy for people to participate, and that's great. Thank you so much, Dr. Tom DeVries, for being with us today uh, to share with us about this extreme and excellent leadership event. I'm sure people will want to go and hear speakers like uh, President George W. Bush and Marcus Buckingham, among others, at the Global Leadership Summit. So thank you very much, uh, Dr. DeVries. Thank you, Chris. Great to be with you. And thanks to producer Ania for helping us out in the studio today. I'm Chris Johnson, and you've been listening to Charisma Connection. Be sure to check out our other podcast on the Charisma Podcast Network, and those include The Strang Report and Green Lines. Uh, Some more exceptional interviews there. So find it all at cpnshows.com. That stands for Charisma Podcast Network, cpnshows.com. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible. 